Well, this is just like the old days. The old days? Yes, when we would get up early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> And chick proof. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? Forty years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer: the T-bone and chick proof show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G for glorious. Hello, good morning, my friend. How are you? Cold. Cold, <laughs> miserable, snuffy, but you look all warm in your blanket. There, I am. I am also uh, experiencing some cold, but unlike you, I'm in central Pennsylvania where. In January, it's expected to be cold. Meanwhile, you're in Spain, sipping on some hot tea, I assume? Yes, got a cuppa. <laughs> I have to be extra reserved this morning uh, because, uh, once again, this is the uh, Lunds B Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. We are your morning show on your time. You can listen to your morning show whenever you want. You can engage with your morning show, and we will do our best to give you facts, information, and humor that carries you through another week. But just like the old days, getting up early... To go to the studio. I, I'm just dragging all morning. But the reason I have to be exceptionally reserved this morning with the microphone keyed up real high is because somebody is sleeping above me. And we never had that problem when we were in the studio. We just we just got to be ourselves. And now I get to be my reserved self. And I'm not good at that. We room there. <laughs> we didn't bother anybody until we bothered everybody. <laughs> Well, I can't muffle my coughs. I could turn the mic down. You don't have to hear them, but she might hear them. I'm trying not to get in trouble. It's a good Sunday. It's a good Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, some interesting things I want to talk about today and using the idea of Jim Holder's unsolicited advice on what you need to do with a podcast. You need to tell him in the first minute what you're going to be listening to today. Well, we're going to do our normal stuff. We're going to do the, the book of everything. We're going to talk about food. We're going to give a re resolution rewards update that's got a brand new bumper I'm proud of. Talk, uh, share uh, all of our friends' birthdays and, and give out some uh, birthday boost and some honorable mentions. And, and, and what we mainly do in the first few minutes is just uh, get to know one another because we make it a rule not to speak to each other at all uh, until we're actually recording. So I, I don't know what she's been up to. She doesn't know what I've been up to. And she lives in Spain and I live in central Pennsylvania. That's, that's what this is. This is an international morning show with content. <laughs> we've got we've got new listeners that are popping in and you know i i think it's important we explain to them what they're getting into uh, a long-term relationship you're you are listening into a long-term relationship between two friends <laughs> who have gone the rough road together we have been on the highs and we've been on the lows and we got fired and then they tried to rehire but it's all good. This is what we do now. <laughs> we can't be stopped now. They can't stop us now. Because we're having a good time. Yes, I, I was aware of the lyrics that you were proposing. You were also just sipping some water, which is crucial. <laughs> Especially in the morning. I mean, I used to go through a half gallon at a time. Well, that is a half gallon. What is one of our listeners' issues with the word milk? One, one of our listeners was adamant to never talk about milk again and then use the throwing up face emoji. Was it me? I hate milk. 
<laughs> we have discussed your hatred of milk. No, it was uh, someone you know. Oh, Carrie. Yeah. Carrie also hates milk. What is with you, weirdos? We're smart. You're not smart. Do you realize the domestication of the cow and getting the meat and the milk from the cow is like one of the from greatest the feet of the moo moo? Yes, one I'm fully aware. One of the, of the greatest feats of humankind. That and chickens. Chickens. Yes. Without him, eat them in a week. Chickens. I saw Louis a great Louis C.K. bit on chickens recently. It was very funny, but it was on one of those compilations of like times Louis C.K. offended everybody, and it was just. It was just a simple chicken joke. It was quite funny, I thought. <laughs> you have to share that on the page so everyone else can see and hear what the heck you're talking about. I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, why don't I just add the Louis C.K. tells the racist chicken joke right here. Enjoy. Why did the chicken cross the... Because there was a black guy walking behind him. And he was, he was nervous. He was new to the city, this chicken. And he was like, I feel like he's following me, but I'm not sure. So then he thought, maybe if I cross the road, then if he crossed the road, he's definitely So he crossed the road, and the black guy went home. He's living his life. And the chicken was like, I'm And he felt, he felt bad. About a month later, a black guy ate the chicken. A uh, different black guy. I'm just telling you what happened. By the way, don't be upset, because it's not a racist joke. This joke is not racist. The chicken was racist. The chicken was definitely racist. But that's chicken. Chickens are very closed down, suspicious, and prejudiced. You kind of can't blame them, considering that their species murder rate is 100%. That's why chickens are like. Such a wonderfully crafted joke. That's a good joke. Okay, let's get into this. It is time for a resolution rewards update. Uh, the resolution rewards program is a competition that we have between us and some of our listeners where we've all put a little money in the pot to sweeten the, the berry, if you will. <laughs> the berry is feeling dry. <laughs> We all, put so a little, we all put a little money in the pot and we all have committed to uh, this resolution where we all get up and we get exercise in and we take a video and we post it on the website. There are five competitors that started the resolution rewards program. And as of this taping, there are still five people in the resolution rewards program. However, my teammate... My ride or die until it's you or I. Tommy is killing me with this last second video. With the, like, with the, the stroke to midnight. He's the Cinderella of videos. He gets it in just in time. And I know he's three hours behind because he's in a different time zone. And you're six hours ahead because you're in a different time zone. But the moment he the moment he misses midnight, he's out. He's gone. <laughs> it's funny because... I feel like Tommy, and this is the petty sister within me, folks, just hear me out, though. <laughs> I feel like they're at a, they have an advantage because, one, not only do they have the competition to stay the course with us, but then within their household, you know, oh, going to do my video, going to do my exercise. Oh, me too. You have your accountability, buddy. <laughs> Oh, so, so you're not getting external pressure at home like me? No, of course not. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to talk about. Uh, so in one of my videos, I talked about how I almost got tricked out of making a video and I would have been out of the competition because oh, so the, pro the producer uh, has to manage every aspect of my life, no matter what it is. So she told me 
that uh, before I went to the Comedy Zone that night, she told me, oh, uh, you've already done your videos, so you're just going to go to bed when you come home? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did already do my video. I am just going to go to bed when I come home. And then when I come home and I'm thinking about it, I was like, I, I don't remember doing a video today. I don't. So, <laughs> so, so I double check, and sure enough, I had not done a video today. And had I taken her word for it, I would be out of the competition. So I'm going back. I got to go back into taking care of my own situation. But this is a this is a fun little thing to do. There has been some interest from people who want to participate, but they did not join up in time. So the bottom line is, if you want to participate, you can participate in a monthly version of the Resolution Rewards Program. The buy-in is ten dollars, just ten dollars. We one hundred dollars. <laughs> there was somebody that wanted fifty. There was somebody that wanted five. We shot the the far end of the middle. Ten dollars. You send your money to me. You say you want to do it, and then beginning February the first, Groundhog's Day Eve, beginning February the first, you will uh, be in the competition. And in as long as no one breaks out of the competition, every month we'll have a tiebreaker. That tiebreaker will involve a video from you that's inspiring, that's motivating, and whoever's in the tie that gets the most likes wins the pot of money. So if there's two people in, it's twenty bucks. If there's ten people in, it's a hundred bucks. But that's the that's the monthly program, and we'll do that every month that there's interest and we'll continue running the annual program as long as we can i think it's going to come down to i really think it's going to come down to uh, a tiebreaker between all of us because uh, they're every everyone's uh, motivated you got uh, the tommy and you got the christina and you got the carrie and you got the chelsea chelsea yeah, it was right on the tip of my tongue. And, and, I know, it's hard. I could actually read the name in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's there, everyone's motivated. And I think one of the, the endearing factors of this is having to do that video every day. Even though everyone's allowed, no, you know what? In the monthly program, how about this? No off days in the monthly program. Oh, no. It's only a month. Right, it's only a month. <laughs> Whereas we're doing a year and we're allowed one day off a week. But even that one day, you've got to get on there. And I've got to tell you, I was the first one to pop that chair. And I did not, I did not want to do a break day, but I had to, and I, I felt bad doing it, but I did it. And then that kind of made it easier for everybody else to take their one day a week. Cause life happens. You can't, you can't do it all the time. Ooh, ooh, special surprise in the future. I will have two Rhodesian Ridgebacks in the house again, again, Forever or temporarily. Oh, it's temporary, but you know. It's still very exciting for me. The wife, the wife sends me a message. Hey, they want us to babysit a name I can't say because he's right here and it would get his attention. And uh, she's like, are you down? Hell yeah, I'm down. You don't even have to ask me. I will change. Bring the dog. I will change my plans for that. <laughs> so that's the resolution rewards update as of today. All five participants are still in it. If you're interested in the monthly program, it is highly recommended that you contact me through private message and we'll get you all set up with that. All right. That being said, I, I don't want to push through this episode too fast because I don't want Mr. Allen uh, uh, complaining that uh, it was, we rushed it. It, it, was we rushed it. it was too short. <laughs> I have another interesting challenge I am considering putting out there to you and the listeners. Oh, can you feed yourself for seven days on twenty dollars? hundred percent. OK, let's talk this out. What would you buy that would get you seven days? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me be clear. Each meal that you have to have three meals a day, and each meal has to have a protein, a starch, and a vegetable. Can you Who do it? Who eats three meals a day? That is my question. Everybody, according to science, 
False. <laughs> I'm like I'm like in the one or two category. I'm still with the food pyramid people. I think we're supposed to eat three meals a day. They've named them. They call one of them breakfast. They call right, one of so, them lunch. I'm, okay, so I have gotten back on my intermittent fasting, right? And they, so and they call one of them for dinner. Me, for me, I don't eat until later in the day. Which is still breakfast. Just, yeah, yeah. I still I get I get the point of the breaking the fast. I get yes. the name, but I did then I like. I just am not hungry enough to eat that much food all the time. Okay. So a lot of times you get two meals for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, adapting the, the possible competition <laughs> as we go, it is two meals a day. Each meal must contain a starch, a vegetable, and a protein. A minimum of two a day because I'm, I'm still going to eat three. Uh, oof. If I have to stretch the dollar, if I only had 20 bucks to get me seven days, I guess I wouldn't eat three meals a day. I, I, I probably wouldn't. Hmm. I feel like you what you probably do is you'd probably eat a later breakfast that was heavy in protein and then an Yeah, but you like yeah. a lunch dinner. <laughs> a lunch and lunch you're, and dinner. That's kinda of where you're, you're at. Thinking is I mean, I could go seven days with no food and put the twenty dollars in my pocket and win. I can do a seven day <laughs> fast. That's not a problem. But it, the, the 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 challenge here the is that has trained us so well. <laughs> I know, right? Without any joy. <laughs> The challenge here is to feed. I could be miserable for seven days. (laughs) The challenge here is to feed yourself for seven days. So I think there has to be a minimum meal count. And two two makes sense. You could do two. I think two is good. Now, thinking this through, how would you do it? I mean, have you looked at the price of food? What would you buy for $20 and $20 only that gives you a vegetable, a protein, and a starch for the week? I'd probably buy... A bunch of greens, like one bag of greens, kale or collards, something like that for my for for part of my greens. Maybe some green beans. Um, radishes tend to be pretty cheap. Um, brown rice for the grain, whatever starchiness. And then tofu or chicken are the cheapest there for your protein. The, I think that protein would be the biggest challenge. So uh, and, and, and what inspired this in me, what got me thinking about this uh, thought little experiment here was looking at the, one of the periodicals that come to the house that shows you, you know, the prices of the local grocery store. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know if it could be done, but I'd be interested to know if anyone could do it. And, and I would be willing to try if anyone would be willing to try along with me, but I'll try along with you, man. Really? You want to try this? Of course. Okay. Of course. okay. We, it is, this is not even close to the dumbest or most ridiculous thing that we have tried together. <laughs> I feel like this is a-okay. <laughs> I, I, I will go to the, the grocery store and I will buy $20 worth of food and that will be my consumables for the week. And I will take pictures and report leftovers and we will tra-la-la right along well i think the videos are i think we're doing a real good job with videos so <laughs> we can we do more videos than photos uh it's true people like them more but the wife can't feed you when you're dying and and then <laughs> of course I, I have to <laughs> you just probably let me starve to death at this point <laughs> then of course i would have to convince somebody that i don't need to be fed every day and i think that it's probably be the biggest challenge for me i, I mean i i came home two days ago to a giant pan of lasagna why is there a giant pan of lasagna in the house? I feel like making lasagna. So, uh, so that's gonna get eight. But <laughs> uh, is she going out of town to visit her family soon? 
Oh, there is an upcoming opportunity of aloneness. I miss those days. I, and, I, and I say that lovingly. When we were in Spain and she would go and visit her family, she would be gone for two weeks. And that gave me opportunities to do silly things around the house like the... And eat stuff that made you incredibly ill. The, yeah, we know. The, uh, the what was it? The bachelor diet or the uh, abandoned husband yeah. diet. That's what it was. Where I didn't yeah. buy... Ate... <laughs> what was, that? was it liver that was in your freezer for an ungodly number of months? I did not buy anything for the two weeks that she was gone. I just ate the food that was in the house. And obviously I survived. But it, Barely. But... But at the end, I was getting some pretty strange <laughs> mixtures of... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Comedy Zone that was mentioned somewhere in that last conversation, I uh, I did not... Uh, I was not able to get on stage when I went to the Comedy what? Zone. Yeah. There was, as Tommy would say, a kerfuffle. It's <laughs> such a great word. Such a good one. Yes. There was a, a kerfuffle in that communication wasn't what it was supposed to be. So the only way you can do the chit in the hat show is if you've already been basically auditioned via the open mic shows and, and nobody can vouch for you. It's, it's just something you got to do. And I get it. I understand. I, I do understand the behind the scenes clickish kind of power structure things that happen in a, in a comic. You don't know who I am? <laughs> you don't know who I am? <laughs> Would you know what that means? Yeah. It's yeah. time, my friend. It's yes. time. So uh, that is... The stage again. I've got this new one that I, I, you know, the open mic is usually three or four minutes, three or five, somewhere in that area. And I've got this bit that I've never done. So I've been writing it out and, uh, and it, it's going good. I like the way it's going. So probably by next Thursday, I'll have it ready enough to, to perform in front of other people. But uh, next Thursday is my goal. We'll see what happens. It's it's not a deal breaker. I still get to go out and hang out. And that's something I haven't been doing in years. And I still enjoy that. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I, uh, I have to get with the Comedy Zone management one of these days and ask them if they're still doing the blood drive tickets. Because there's some... Um. There's some blood drive things I've seen where they're offering other incentives to give blood and uh, none of them involve the Harrisburg Comedy Zone tickets. So <laughs> I may I may have played that commercial one too many times, but <laughs> to be on the safe side, we'll just play it again. Get your laugh on and save a The Harrisburg Comedy passes for every single pint of blood. The clarification, it must be your blood. One pint, two free passes. That's almost the junkie rate for a plasma donation. Did you know a single pint of blood can save as many as three lives? Did you know the Harrisburg Comedy Zone features amazing talent from all over the country every single weekend? Did you also know that blood expires? And the Central Pennsylvania Blood Bank is in regular need of donations. For more information on how you could save a life and have a laugh, visit cpbb.org and harrisburgcomedyzone.com. That's one word, harrisburgcomedyzone.com. I see from the nodding of your head that you are following along with that one. I was following along with that one. Good, 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 good. I was able to do something with the dials. There's just way too much. So the setup I got you was a like portable. It was like two levers and a, and a button and a beeping thingy and some inputs and some outputs. Not much. Mine uh, is like the third one I've bought, my soundboard. And it's just got, it's got way too many channels for what I do here. I've only had two guests ever in studio. So, <laughs> which makes, I, I should just rotate the chairs that I use in here. I got one for the guest and one for me. And all I've been doing is sitting in the one for me. I should sit in that one and, and break it in a little bit. Hey, 
Anyway, why don't we? Well, that way you have like, that one has time to refluff itself. (laughs) You know. Why I came up with an uh, on-the-spot joke this week, and I can't remember what it was, but it definitely involved fluffing. Uh, (laughs) It was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your favorite pastime. Yes, I'm a. Oh, it was like a joke fluffer. I don't remember what it was. It, ah, I need to remember to start writing things down again because I'm old and I forget things. How about we move to this? It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing: you know, all. Well, other than uh, oh, let me tell you about this lasagna that was made. That was. <laughs> That was delicious, of course. It was amazing. Or maybe it wasn't. You know I am adamant about no uh, boil no boil <laughs> lasagna. You're right. No boil lasagna is, is, is as great uh, to human existence as the cow and the meat and the milking. It is it is next level. It is it is technology at its greatest. You don't have to boil lasagna noodles anymore. And what happens when you boil lasagna noodles? They get soggy lasagna. Soggy and they break. And then when you bake them, they burn. And and I again, I appreciate the effort that she makes. And and I will eat every bit of that lasagna. Now, when she asks me, what can I do to make it better? I keep my mouth shut. I've learned over the years when to keep my mouth shut. And that's one of those times. And since she doesn't listen to the show, I feel free to say things like that here. And if I've now learned we're driving along and the show happens to be on and she's listening, I can hit the mute button and she doesn't care. Doesn't even question. Doesn't even question the fact. Why why did you turn that off? Uh, because I was going to be talking about strip clubs and I didn't want you to hear my past behavior. Nope, never even came up. Never even came up. So why did you turn that off? Because I was going to talk about your lasagna and I didn't want you to hear. Nope, don't have to do it. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. If you make your own pasta sauce and it has enough liquid in it, it doesn't even matter what lasagna noodles you purchase. You don't have to boil them. <laughs> yeah, you're saying all noodles are no bake uh, are no boil noodles. Depends on the consistency of your sauce. 100. percent If you like get something that's very uh, sturdy from a jar, there might not be enough liquid to steam the noodles while you're making it. But if you got a nice good water to sauce ratio, <laughs> you'd be all right. I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want a watery sauce. I think uh, if I tried that, it would come out like a soup. Tell me, Chef Christina, what are you cooking uh, this week for the business that is unnamed? I, I did make lasagnas, actually, this week. Oh, well, tell me about it. They were delicious. <laughs> Were they pocket size, pan size? What kind of family size? You know, Friday people don't want to make their own dinner. Uh huh. I've made it. They just throw it in their oven when they get home, and by the time everyone is out of work clothes, is ready. So, uh, what what does a chick brew lasagna go for? Thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars. Food is expensive. (laughs) Food is expensive. So what? It's the cheese that's the most expensive. How do you make yours? Um, So I make my sauce, and that's just the normal things, tomato, herbs, spices. You do it all from scratch. You don't take the time to 
See, I'm not a big fan of uh, spending hours and hours over a pot making a sauce anymore. I, I got better things to do with my life. And there are companies out there who make amazing sauces with that process. So I don't. But I know that the consistency of my sauce will be perfect for not having to boil noodles. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and then, um, but I mean, I put my sauce on and then I leave it. It's fine. It'll be fine. I go stir it every now and then. Whenever I go refill my water bottle, I give it a little. It's fine. Why don't we just uh, move on to one of our other thingies we do? <laughs> and now it is time for headlines from around the globe. And now it is time for headlines around the globe. I shall explain while you uh, get prepared. Every week, she gives me a headline or uh, two headlines from somewhere that she finds out there on the ethers. I have never seen the headlines. I don't know the stories. Occasionally, I might know the stories. I also live on this planet. She will give me the headline, and I will do my best to mine something out of them to make them more entertaining than they probably already are. Are you ready? Always ready. Psychic and investigators search for missing cat captivates Bolivia. <laughs> Psychics. <laughs> All right, let's not even get into the fact that they're on the search for some pussy in Bolivia. I don't understand why this one particular cat is so freaking important that they've got a an investigators and a psychic. Ladies and gentlemen, if psychics were real, imagine what a world we would live in if they were real, but they're not real. They're not. The only good psychics are like, you know, if a mass murderer was murdering people and not mass murderer, a serial killer. If a serial killer was murdering people and then goes to the police and goes, ooh, I've got psychic powers. I can tell you where the bodies are because he put them there. Yeah, he knows where they are because he put them there. No psychic has ever helped any police investigation and every cop that's ever had a psychic tag along wants to punch that person in the throat there is no doubt Ooh, i've got a feeling your feeling doesn't get me a warrant bitch. <laughs> i need proof <laughs> i think <laughs> oh this early <laughs> when i when i when i legally threw the word pussy in i guess that just freed up my tongue to say bitch later so I, i'll cut i'll cut and bleep as necessary you always freeze your tongue doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> now hopefully you've read deeper into this story and you understand why the cat they're looking for is so significant that it gets a news article up a quasi, a crazy person who thinks they know things because of touch, feel, and smell, and, and an investigator trying to find it. Is it a rich I mean, person's cat? Is it a is it a cat that's carrying the cure for cancer? Is it one of those cats that shit coffee? Is it one of those? <laughs> the cat went missing on December 8th. The, okay, so the, the, the follow-up is, firefighters, aviation authorities, and most recently, an animal psychic have joined the Bolivian government's mission to help find Tito, a gray and white male tabby cat that went missing on a domestic flight last month. The, pilot, the plight of Tito and its determined owner has captivated the nation. These people need something to do. You've got a, a, a domesticated cat that is of I no. Wish that was, I wish that was the only concern in the world right now. I wish everyone's biggest problem. All was, the news stations. Where is Tito? Where is Tito? Yeah, oh my God. Do you know how 
And I didn't, you left out one important thing that I didn't know from the headline. She's not just a psychic. She's an animal psychic, which is a headline, (laughs) which is a special kind of psychic because she really, yeah, she really has it made. I can sense from Zeus's aura that he wants to give you a hug. I speak dog, cat, (laughs) bird, horse, and And, chickadee. And crazy. I I yeah, now I, I am now vested in the search for Tito. I I am going to start following the story until Tito is found. Uh, I'm going to begin a publicity campaign. Let's find Tito. New I, stickers will be made. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Tito. Tito home. will become the official mascot of the Lunsby show. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, as I listen to some of our old episodes, some of my fun, uh, my best laughs that I get from listening are usually during the headline segment. Did you know that? Because we have some good times with that. And I think we've uh, we've done the uh, Tito is missing story as long as we can. You got another headline for me? Of course. Argentine cornfield planted with face of World Cup winner Messi. but if there was an animal psychic involved she would tell you it was the aliens that actually did it that the it's the a cornfield maze of messy and she's showing oh my god it's good that's photoshop there's no way that is what uh, chick brew has just showed me through the use of technology from across halfway across the world she showed me this image that we will post up on the page. Oh, yeah. It is a work of art done in corn. <laughs> who comes up with these ideas? Now, aren't these the descendants yeah. of people who drew like these giant animals in the mountains that it can only be seen from a, a plane that's like 30,000 feet? And they say aliens don't exist, but it doesn't make any sense to make a piece of art like that because on the ground, it doesn't look anything like that. On the ground, Actually, it just looks I can like corn. write my name that can be read up close and personal that is very legible from space okay <laughs> who has that talent but it's only from space again i'm not mad that I, it's only from an airplane or space i love that it's like a easter egg in real life i don't know how you do that how do you I mean, in, a, in a field of corn and know where to put the eyeballs i have no idea do you grid it out i'm imagining there's some kind of I just want to give it to the Argentinian people. Thank you, because this is so much better than what we do in America, where we just trash everything, blow up everything, light things on fire. That's how we celebrate championships. Whereas whereas you got some team out there in the cornfield making something that I'm highly suspicious of. uh, I am becoming more and more suspicious of aliens amongst us. That is uh, that is an amazing thing, and that's one of the things we will put up on the website. So what do we got uh, so far we're putting up on the website? We're putting up, and ladies and gentlemen, although we try to keep this show as PG as possible. The website is not for children. The website is not, none of this is for children, even though we know that there are children listeners. And no, Taney family, you're not the only children listeners we have. There are other kids that listen to the show because we were once semi-famous and because we were semi-famous they listened to us <laughs> and and they have continued to listen to us why don't we just move on to everything. the book of everything, everything. every week we try to educate you with some facts some things you probably never possibly heard before in your entire existence on this rock we call earth that's what we try to do 
That's what we are doing here. Sorry, lots of technical difficulties this morning. So every every week we go into the book of everything, we pull two facts out. If the facts are good, they will stay with you for a very, very long time. Sometimes maybe until death. That's one of the things I I, I, I haven't put out there yet. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting to an age where everything I do is it has the possibility, like anything I purchase is has the possibility of being a lifetime supply. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I don't know why this section is specific about China, but here is one of the interesting facts from the book of everything. Almost half of all babies in China are born by cesarean section. Hmm. Almost half of all babies in China are born by cesarean section. I guess it's easier to kill the girls that way. Oh, you can knock <laughs> that on the show. <laughs> well, you know, this is no secret. This is the unintended consequences, right? Uh, the, the, the government comes up with a policy and says, you can only have one child. And they think that's going to cure their population problem. So they limit everyone to only having one child. And of course, the Chinese families, they need strong young men to raise so that they can help take care of the parents when they're elderly. So what do they do? They selectively get rid of the girls. And now, 30, 40 years into this one-child policy, what does China have? It has a problem with men finding women because there are so few of them. Not a, you know, to be a Chinese woman, that's a, you're already blessed if you, if you can make, if you can survive as a woman in China, good on you because it's not easy. It's rough. When you are not the favored sex for the next generation. And it is always that the rule of unintended consequences, right? They're just trying to curb population, but they what they ended up doing was destroying a generation. Now now they'll have incentives like if you have a girl, we'll give you, you know, extra chicken. I don't know. What <laughs> no chicken. No chicken. Just like humans, British cows moo in accents specific to their region. What? <laughs> I'll read it again. British cows moo in accents specific to their region. I challenge you. I challenge you to come up with a moo for a cow from Scotland. I let me ask the resident <laughs> resident Brit. Hey, <laughs> yeah. British cows moo in ac accents. True or false? <laughs> she said, "Of course." Yes. Is it because they're smarter? Do well. Hold on. Hold on. Let's think this fact through. British cows moo in accents specific to their region because British accents are so incredibly diverse. I guess you could say you got a cow over here in Scotland. You got a cow over here in Ireland. And you can tell the difference between the two cows if you bring them together because one's more drunk than the other. I'm not really sure. One's one's angrier than the other. Not really sure. But wouldn't that apply to American cows? Could you take a cow from like Wisconsin and bring it down to Texas and then take a Texas cow up to Wisconsin and the other cows around them would be like, what? And hey, you ain't from around here, boy. And then the Wisconsin cow would be like, Oh, God, I'm trying to do this. <laughs> I make cheese curds. And the Texas cow yeah. uh, We got milk. Moo. Moo, eh? Moo, eh? I'm trying to Mood think of... Moo, don't channel. Moo. Hey, there it is. There it is. Moo. 
<laughs> and the Texas cow has been transplanted to Wisconsin, and he's laid back with his meh. Meh. And then meh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Texas cow when I get with me like that. <laughs> well, you ain't from around you here, boy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried to post something on the page real fast and uh, I don't see it. Well, if it's set up in a little bit, I'm gonna repost it. I'm okay. I have no problem with you reposting. Uh, remove, turn off, decline, manage, suspend. Haha, <laughs> suspend person for one day. <laughs> I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> well, if anyone ever tells on you to the producer. That's right. You know? If you uh, if yeah. you forget what you're doing here, you can't. Uh, when you're listening to this show, you are brought into the circle of trust. You can listen, you can enjoy, but you never rat me out for anything I say about my wife. That's. That is outside the circle of trust. That is bad, okay? Don't do that. No, we don't want that. Hey, everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunds V Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunds V Show from anywhere iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. All right. What do you say we uh, get close to wrapping this up, but uh, do the one thing we haven't done yet? With the help, Tito. Okay. I have seen the post that you have made. And, uh, oh, it arrived. <laughs> there should be a disclaimer in there. To find out what this is about, you need to listen to this week's show. Oh, that's great. And uh, now we've reached a section where you do our thing called Birthday Boost. Every week, we go through our list of birthday peoples, of people that we know. Of course, family, friends, loved ones. We do not recommend you put your real birthday on the Facebooks or the internets. But if you do, you know, we're going to uh, see them and we're going to acknowledge them. For those who have earned it, they're going to get this thing called a birthday boost where we really pump them up with some volume, pump up the volume on them. And if you're not good enough to get a birthday boost this year, then we will give you an honorable mention. As always, Miss Christina, you get to go first. Well, my my favorite niece in the whole wide world is having a birthday. I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah. And now, how do you do a birthday boost on a niece? Probably not great. I'm not great at anything, but I do <laughs> love her and I miss her so much. It's so funny because, you know, whenever I like think about me and my brother when we were younger, kids are just so much smarter than we were. <laughs> and she is just him in so many ways. And I've known my sister-in-law for like more than half my life. But she has this attitude and she's smart and she's cunning. And I'm like, oh, those brothers are in for it because she is going to blame everything on them. And they're going to be in trouble all the time for things they didn't do. And that's because that that child is my brother. (laughs) Nice. I am telling you, I have a hard time this week choosing who I'm going to give my boost to because there are a lot of great people on my thing here. Gone over it many, many times. 
I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Gianni Parente. Johnny, Gianni, or as we call him, Johnny. Uh, Gianni Parente is uh, there in my uh, my second home of Gaeta. Uh, he's still there, still working for MWR, still keeping the, the sailors entertained after all this time. Me and Johnny were, um, what's the lake that uh, Clooney lives on now? Gorda? Lake Gorda. Lake Gorda. We were in Lake Gorda. We were, me and Johnny were on, a, a, were chaperoning a bunch of kids that were taking up to Lake Garda for an MWR or CDC event. I don't remember what it was. But what I do remember significant about that weekend is we get to the, the park where we're staying uh, late. And the next morning that we get up, me, Johnny, and Joe, Mashmallows Joe there, we, uh, we go to the bar for coffee. And the news on the screen that morning is the death of Princess Diana. That's how that's how long we've known each other. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Johnny was just a great people man. He's, he's the he's the typical American that lives in Italy and nothing but great times and great memories and, and a lot of fun. And so yeah, Johnny Parente, it's your birthday. So uh, happy birthday, my friend. I wish you nothing but the best. Who is your second birthday boost? Michaela Garrison. <laughs> Probably one of the best radio bits of all time. Deep Thoughts with Gary. Um, probably one of the worst storytellers, but best storytellers at the same time. <laughs> Do you remember? She would start telling a story and they'd be like, Gary, you have got to say period because we were waiting <laughs> for the conclusion. <laughs> oh my gosh, I miss her. She's great. She's a great human. Do you keep up with her? Uh, we do talk occasionally on Facebook. I think the last time we like talked was probably like like on the phone was probably like a year ago. Man, I'm telling you, I, this is so hard this weekend. There's so many great people on my list. And I almost found a tiebreaker in that I believe Josh put his real day, whereas Jeff did not put his real birthday. Or if he did put his real birthday, he looks amazing for 115 years old. I... I'm going to go. Oh, man, that's a hard one. I'm going to go with Josh. Josh Battaglia Gooch, one of my sailors from many, many years ago. It was just, you know, when you when you have sailors working for you, you got one of three types. You've got the incredible sailor. You've got the dirtbag. And you've got the average. That's how it works out. And when you're lucky enough to get an incredible sailor who may not know everything they know, but they, they have the drive and the determination to learn and to study and to become greater. And Josh was that guy as a young second class. He, he had the motivation. He had the determination to learn, to get things done. He's got an amazing family, a beautiful family. The, the kids always called me Chief Spaghetti because... That's what they called me. I got a great picture of uh, one of his children holding a block of C4. <laughs> uh, he's just a great guy. And he, and he grew up in the Navy to be a great leader and, a, and an even better man than, than he was to begin with. And I take pride in the fact that I kind of helped raise him to be the man that he became, uh, to be the sailor that he became, to be the senior chief that he became. I love that man. And I uh, I wish nothing but the best for him each and every day uh, I deal with him. And I still get to deal with him because we kind of work in the same organization. So Josh- I think Bataglia, we should do three birthday booths this week. Three? I think we should do three. You have a lot. I have a lot. We're going to give three, out of particular content, we're giving three birthday boosts this week. But that was mine that you just interrupted before I could give my chance. Yeah, I was thinking. 
who is your third birthday boost? Holly Langford. Say it in a way. Your friend Holly. What's her last name? Langford. Holly Langford. We at Liberty together during COVID. She came to visit me in New York. She's super excited because for her birthday, she got herself tickets to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers in Phoenix. And they are there right now. And I am living for her trip. Her and her husband sound like they're about to have the absolute best time. Um, because I respect this version of a vacation. They road tripped it. And then they're going to... She's watching Disney Plus and having a relaxing time before she goes out to see one of her favorite bands. And I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. But I hope she has the best time and the best birthday. All right. So I'm going to go with the 115-year-old man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me give you a little. Sorry. That was payback for you interrupting mine. <laughs> I am going to go with the 115-year-old man, Jeff King. I'm gonna, there's a lot of things I, I love about Jeff. And I'm going to tell you that he was one of the best bosses. One of the best. And I have been very fortunate to have some really great bosses in my life. People that I worked for who were genuine in their in their actions and genuine in their just genuine. Uh, Jeff, you know, and normally when you have a new boss come in, that pendulum usually swings. You have a great boss and then you get a horrible boss. You get a great boss, you get a horrible boss. Somewhere in between is normally where that pendulum swings. Very rarely do you get quality you know, leadership back to back. So Frankie Colvin, he, he leaves me and then Jeff comes in to relieve Frankie and, and the pendulum got stuck in the great position because they were both great. And, uh, and, and particularly with Jeff, what I love about this man as crazy as this sounds, is how openly, how how open he is with the love he has for his wife. And she equally has love for him. They're a, a beautiful couple and they are very synergistic. They work very, very well together. So my friend, and he's got a dog. He just got the dog and, and it's a shepherd and it's, it's a cute little dog named Seco. I love it. <laughs> so uh, to you, Mr. Jeffrey King, as always, I wish you nothing but the best. Happy birthday, my friend. Now we get on to the honorable mentions. People not good enough to get a birthday boost. You get to say yours and I will follow with mine. I got Jamie, Debbie, Melissa, and someone who managed to make a member of the Rhoda community Almost as mad as we made Big AFN. Oh, who is that? Nicole Gonzalez. Who? But do you remember when I used to, Nicole Gonzalez? Do you remember I used to do a segment called Monday Mornings with Moms? Uh huh. And it was just like a hilarious bit about I had two moms that would come in every Monday morning after they dropped their kids off, and they would tell me about the hilarity of starting, ending the weekend, and starting the school week with their children which was probably the best birth control I have ever received. <laughs> but one time, Nicole said, you know, let's not act like we work all day. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I sit around and I hang out with my friends and I drink coffee. And then like an hour before my husband comes home, I clean the whole house. I cook dinner and I pick up the kids and that's my day. And I left, went to Bahrain, came back to Rhoda and a lady, so this is probably three close to four years after the fact, after she said that, and a lady came up to me at the commissary and said, oh, I remember you. You had a lady on your radio show once who said this, and that is just not true. And I was like, 
<laughs> that's stuck with her. And I was just like, I mean, maybe it is for her. Maybe it's not for you. I don't know. Yes. And, <laughs> I and, was never forget that. And I had the woman who held, you know, just be happy over my head for years. You angry, angry oh. people. Anyway. Hold on one second. I do have a question about that. Um, did you see, uh, I think it was CNO's wife for her Christmas newsletter that she put out? No. The advice to stave off the holiday blues. Please tell me. Please. Please let me hear vindication. Please. Spend time with your friends. Oh. Oh my. Oh, Spend but... time with God and always look for things that make you happy. What? Is the, C- <laughs> is the CNO's wife a listener of the show? Because I, I said almost, the same thing years ago and took a massive amount of flack over that. Yeah. For years, this woman still, I guarantee you, she's still on the, the, the road to Q&A page. And if I went on the road to Q&A page and said, ah, oh, vindicated by the CNO's wife, she would still be there. <laughs> the best part about it was, is that just because you get out of the car, and this is why I don't like radio, just because you've gotten out of the car and you have stopped listening does not mean that all of the information has been put out. <laughs> right. The conversation continued long after your ignition. I didn't. Oh, that, the beauty of this format is we don't have to deal with those people. It's true. It is. They only tr- listen if they want to listen. Uh, and if they didn't catch it, then they can go back and hear it. <laughs> true story. Yeah. If we say something offensive here, they could actually just back it up and listen to it again or play Twice it over. I, I don't mind and if you so, play it over. That's fine, too. <laughs> until they have become completely desensitized desensitized that's what we're working for all right here we go as i look through the list of people uh, that i'm going to give uh, an honorable mention to i almost just want to say their last names because as they're as my sailors that's how i knew them but i don't think that'd be fair so sade one of the only Sade's I've ever known in my life, Sade Tapia, Ed, uh, Edwin Ray Newman's, Michael Kasman, William Bryan, Squishy Man. Man, he disappeared off the face of the planet. I haven't seen that cat in 20-something years, but he's still out there, apparently. Nancy Glazer, Coco, James Cocroft, Josh Runlet, Sam Damaris, the guy who taught me about those Colombian avocado bombs. God bless you, man. Mike Shader, and uh, one of the most genuine people I know. Bo Haywood. So that's uh, those are my uh, honorable mentions for this wonderful day. So happy birthday to you all. We wish you nothing but the best and the brightest continued success in everything that you do. We are going to be short on this episode because of coughing fits, because it took us a while to get going. It took us a while to get started. It's just, we are at uh, a time and I know when we chop this up, you know what, Mr. Thomas? I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry we didn't meet the minimum quota for you this week. (laughs) But we have covered, we have done everything that we do every week. We talk to each other for a little bit. We go over our segments. We've got that brand new segment. And I just want to play this again because I'm so proud of it. It is time for a resolution rewards update. Barely tips the scale on... uh, on the audacity so i'm sure i'm going to have to go back and add that in later i don't know what's going on (laughs) hopefully i've been able to keep it down and haven't disturbed my wife's uh, oh snow is coming snow is coming so i'm looking forward to that all right um that's gonna wrap it up for this week unless uh, there's anything else that you're missing or anything else that i'm missing chick brew 
No, I love you, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I I remind you this week, as I remind you every week, just be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you, T-Bone. Check out the Jerome Independent Media that won't re-tribal nobody's let's. You can find the Jerome McLean. Same dish. Give it a shot. The DNR podcast with uh, Ron Kane and Damian Robinson is one I would recommend for anybody that wants to listen to like comedy stuff. There are other ones I would recommend, but I'm giving them a shout out this week and I'm going to convince them to make a spot and we'll play them a spot and they'll play a spot for us and we'll just and grow our audiences by listening to each other's podcasts. There's another one out there that uh, I'll give you next week.